Welcome to the Type A Plus podcast with me, Beth Lawrence. I'm a certified meeting professional, award-winning event planner, and the classic over-prepared overachiever. Each episode, I'll be delivering bite-sized tips on organizing your business and life even during your most hectic times. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Happy Thursday. Thank you for your patience as I release this episode. I actually was traveling this week for a client site visit, which felt amazing considering that three years ago, we were in lockdown right now. It's crazy to think about, but we've come so far and yet we have so far to go. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about holding yourself accountable. Accountability is something that is different for everyone. For people who are overachievers, accountability can be a particularly tricky topic. Generally, a lot of us are very self-motivated, self-determined to do things. There are certainly times, though, where things fall through the cracks, especially as type A plus people. We make promises we can't keep. We move forward on ideas without having the full picture. And the more overwhelmed and extended we become, the less likely it is that we'll be able to fulfill all of these obligations and meet deadlines the way that we're expected to, which leads then to more stress, which leads then to more procrastination, right? As an event planner, a good portion of my job is playing project manager, holding myself accountable and holding others accountable for deadlines. But there are different ways to do this depending on the situation, but let it be known that I have definitely broken promises to myself, and all too often, I've found myself grinding at the last minute to meet deadlines, and that goes for all the way back in school to even sometimes more recently in my business. Of course, when I'm working with clients, we have agreed on a project management system. You've heard me talk about Airtable before, so it's typically Airtable, but I've also worked in Asana, Trello, Monday.com, Google Sheet many different methods to project manage. And you may think that having a project management system is enough to keep yourself and others accountable. But I'm here to tell you that we have gotten so good as humans at finding ways to ignore or mute notifications on things we don't feel like doing. For example, that app that helps you stick to your timeline, ignore notifications. Well, I really don't like email notifications in my inbox, so I'll just keep them in the project management system. And I don't want to allow push notifications. I'm just going to put my phone on do not disturb. There are so many examples of ways that we can, against our better judgment, ignore notifications, things that we're supposed to do, and give ourselves permission in some cases not to do those things. Electronically, we have so many things that are designed to help us. But as I always say when I plan events, humans will human. You can design the perfect user experience, whether in real life or virtually, and the human beings that interact with that experience will still make their own decisions. So, how do we keep ourselves accountable to these wildly important goals in our lives? First and foremost, again, going back to last week, need to make sure that your goals are specific impactful, measurable, and easy to achieve. And then from there, it's time to move on to holding yourself accountable. So here are five ways that I keep myself and my clients accountable day to day. 
First is make it easy to do the right thing. There's a book that I love called Atomic Habits by James Clear, and he outlines four laws of behavioral change. They are make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, and make it satisfying. A great example of making it easy to do the right thing if you want to go for a walk outside every morning. Make sure you lay out your clothes and your shoes the night before. If you want to avoid Instagram while you're working, set an app limit, put your phone in the other room, or turn it off. Sometimes we have to get extreme with these boundaries to hold ourselves accountable. Second, give yourself permission to say no. My fellow type A plus people, we struggle to say no as a complete sentence constantly. We underestimate the amount of time it takes because we overestimate our ability to get the thing done quickly and efficiently. And sometimes we even take that thing from someone else because we think, well, I'll just do it better. I'll do it faster. Check back to the episode about color coding your calendar so that you can easily see at a glance how much time you actually have if this is something that you struggle with. Number three, track your time. It's so easy to say we spent an hour or two trying to find the solution to a problem or to move the needle on a project, but did you rid yourself of distractions and actually focus? Can you name three action steps that you took toward the goal, right? Time isn't everything, but sometimes tracking how much can I get done in 20 minutes? You'll be amazed at just the amount of time it takes you to move the needle on those steps that could really have a huge impact in your life if you could just keep yourself accountable. Four, and this is really fun, enlist an accountability partner. When I was running virtual accelerator programs, one of the things that we did was created steady opportunities for the participants to check in with one another. We wanted them to be able to learn from one another and to hold each other responsible for completing the assignments along the way. And this helps in a few ways, including ensuring that you don't feel alone in the struggle, which is really important, and making it fun along the way. And along those same lines, making it fun, the final point here is reward yourself. When you reach a goal, have a way of celebrating, even the small things. Even project management systems like Monday, if you put done on a task, it throws a little celebration for you. So if you do like your project management systems, that's a nice small way to reward yourself. For me, taking a 10-minute walk after completing 90 minutes of work is a nice way to reward myself. Another example is if you've completed three things on your to-do list, maybe meditating for 10 minutes, or if you've moved the needle significantly on a project, take yourself out to lunch or dinner. Figure out the milestones that you want to hit, and then when you hit those milestones, reward yourself and don't feel bad about it. Whatever makes you happy will be the thing that motivates you. And does it work 100% of the time? Of course not. Is it something that I always come back to to ensure I am meeting my own expectations and deadlines? Definitely. If you have secrets to holding yourself accountable, I'd love to hear them. Tell me your favorite tips, your favorite tricks, media that you love, books, podcasts that inspire you to help get things done when you just don't feel like it. And I also want to validate that it's okay to not feel like it. It's okay if you've put too much on your plate and if you're overwhelmed and you just don't know where to begin. That's where setting a timer for 20 minutes or calling a friend and saying, look, I really wanted to make an appointment to get my taxes done and I just haven't. Can you text me in a week and remind me? Little things like that, bringing people in, 
even posting on social media in some cases. When I started my sober curious journey, trying not to drink alcohol, sharing that on social media was really helpful for me because it kept me accountable to, hey, if I've reached 50 days, I know that that next milestone is right around the corner. And others who were experiencing the same thing with me were able to then relate to me. We were able to keep each other accountable and have that sense of responsibility. So I hope that this was a helpful episode for you. I'm loving Motivation Month. It's helping me because I have not felt motivated. So I'm hoping that it has helped you too. Again, if you have any tips, would love to hear them. Until next week, thank you for listening to the Type A Plus Podcast. The Type A Plus Podcast is written and produced by me, Beth Lawrence. Our music is by Dan Dilemma Thomas. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, please share, and give us a five-star rating. New episodes will be released each week. Thank you for listening.